Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Buglers. Welcome to Top Stories. I'm Christopher D. Skinner a.k.a. producer Chris. Now let's focus on the time it was reported that the USA had seriously planned, possibly, to blow up the biggest piece of cheese known to man. It was Bugle 215. Let's nuke the moon. Top story this week. Holy shit, America nearly shot the moon! (laughs) And research emerged this week that America had a top-secret plan in the late 50s to fire a nuclear missile at the moon. (laughs) You you heard me right, Buglers. They wanted, nay, plan to nuke the moon. Now, I know a lot of other things are happening in the world at the moment. Syria continues to tear itself apart. The people of Egypt have taken to the streets once more. The war rages on in Afghanistan. Palestine has had its status upgraded at the UN to non-member observer status. And we will get to some of those stories later in a bit. But, Puglers, sometimes you have to accept that some stories deserve more pressing attention than others. And a good example of this is when you find out that America had at one point planned to blow up the f***ing moon. That is not something where you say, that sounds intriguing, I'll read more about that later. That is something where you say, pull the f***ing car over, America tried to shoot the moon in the face. We're not going anywhere until I know every single detail about this. It was in the late 1950s when communismophobia was at its height and people were jailed just for having nosebleeds because the red blood pouring from their faces was considered evidence of a commie brain or in turn just for simultaneously owning a hammer and pulling a sickie. And America at that point developed plans to save humanity from the red peril by, any guesses, diplomatic pressure, destabilising communist countries by, for example, airdropping strawberry milkshakes over unhappy Russian satellite states to show how much nicer American sludge was than their Soviet cabbage soup. No, as John told you, they wanted to save the world by nuking the f***ing moon. <laughs> John, we've reported on a number of things in uh, recent months on the Bugle that have been, frankly, unstoppably 
irretrievably and gloriously American, smashing yeah. baseballs off an aircraft carrier into a right. crowd of rating jet skis, a man yeah. jet skiing through a hurricane just to show that America cannot be intimidated by weather, it cannot have its way of life changed by meteorology getting all feisty as the Bush government's response to Katrina proved. But, John, this blowing up of the moon might be the most American, even of all those things, albeit that it does not, as far as we know, involve jet skis. Nuking the moon, John. This is, this is I guess it just reveals that old problem, you know. If you've got one thing, you'll probably want to use it. And if you've yeah. got two things, you'll probably want to try using one of those things on the other thing just to see what happens. So they had nukes and they had the moon. You know, one plus one equals two. It's a basic animal human impulse that explains, for example, the electric chair. You know, we had electricity, we had chairs. Why not put them together? Then you have an electric chair. And then you have the electric chair and the naughty man. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? This is going to be awesome. And this also explains the chequered history of, for example, the male hand and the female breast. And, of course, even more memorably, the human hand and the cow's whack. It was inevitable <laughs> this was going to happen. Nuclear bomb plus moon equals America thinking, let's give it a go. It's truly an astonishing piece of history, this. The plan was hatched in 1958. And first, let's just pause and give a little credit to President Eisenhower here. <laughs> Kennedy has received so much credit for dreaming of putting a man on the moon with his famous quote... We choose to go to the moon, not because it's easy, but because it is hard. But Eisenhower, Andy, has received no plaudits for years before Kennedy, looking up at the moon from the Oval Office window and saying to himself, Hey, I bet we could blow that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) I think Eisenhower's official presidential portrait now needs to be modified. It shouldn't be him as a kindly ageing man sitting in a chair carefully holding his glasses. It should be him with a Fu Manchu moustache, sitting in a swivel chair, stroking a cat and cackling maniacally. As it turns out that Dwight Eisenhower was not just a conservative president, he was an evil genius. <laughs> the, the plan was apparently called a study of lunar research flights, or Project A-119. And I'd be very interested to know what Project A-118 was, <laughs> considering that 119 was blowing up the moon. The... <laughs> The plan was developed by the US Air Force um, at a time when America and the Soviet Union were locked in a nuclear arms race that, of course, was would later go on for decades. The Americans were also uh, very concerned because they were lagging behind in the space race. The Russians had just launched Sputnik 1, the world's first ever satellite. And when I was reading this, my first thought was, hold on, were they concerned that Russia was going to put a man on the moon first? In which case, I could only think of one way that they were guaranteed... To, to prevent that from happening. Hey, Rusky, you can't land on something that doesn't exist. Kablowie! <laughs> or, or perhaps they were planning, planning to actually land a bomb on the moon and then wait for the Russians to turn up, making the first moon landing in, in space even more spectacular. <laughs> this is one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. <laughs> Hold on, what's that ticking sound? <laughs> the... The actual aim was not to completely explode the moon into pieces. <laughs> oh, that's what just, they say. I mean, that's just yeah. clearly a cover-up, isn't it, John? It, it was the, the actual plan was just to hit it. The plan was to attach a nuclear device to a missile, launch it 238,000 miles <laughs> to the moon, with the purpose being that the bomb would then explode on impact and the flash would be seen from Earth. A physicist called Leonard Rifle led 
the project. And when he was interviewed about it now, he said that the aim was to intimidate the Russians and boost morale in America. It was basically Eisenhower engaging in some explosive dick swinging, <laughs> trying to make the commies think twice about attacking America. And Rifle explained the reason for the plan, saying people were very worried uh, by uh, the first uh, human in space, the Soviet cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin and Sputnik and the great... Very, the very great accomplishments of the Soviet Union in those days. Now, in comparison, the United States was feared to be looking puny. So this was a concept to sort of reassure people that the, the United States could maintain a mutually assured deterrence and, and therefore avoid any huge conflagration on the Earth. And I guess that might have worked, Andy. You, you probably don't mess around with someone who's fired a nuclear <laughs> missile at the moon. It's like a guy in a bar fight screaming and smashing his own head through a jukebox machine. You don't want to fight a maniac. I guess it also shows the problem with just having too many ideas meetings. So, any suggestions, people? The Russians seem to be developing some big old fireworks and they just sent a doggy into space to chase that tennis ball they sent into space last year. Uh, yeah, me, boss. Derek? Yeah, I was thinking we could maybe try and... Uh, actually, no, it's a silly idea. Come on, Derek, we work in a team here. Let's get it all out in the open. Uh, yeah, OK, boss. I thought that, you know, given how blowing up cities on Earth tends to seem to wind people up a bit, uh, and we'll you know, probably spark a tit-for-tat war which could basically destroy the planet, get to the point, Derek. We all know what plan B is. We're looking for plans A and C. Yes, boss. Sorry, boss. I have this, this idea that... Uh, uh, no, 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 it really isn't feasible. Say it, Derek. Um, I, I thought we could nuke the moon. Derek, please clear your desk. And move into my office. You've just scored yourself a promotion. That is what this Cold War is all about. Reckless grandstanding stupidity that could destroy the planet. Try and ricochet <laughs> off that f***ing space dog as well. Some incredible minds were involved in this research project, including even Carl Sagan, a young Carl Sagan. And, and Rifle stated in his report, the motivation for such a detonation is clearly threefold. Scientific, military and political. Although, to be fair, the reasons were probably actually fourfold, because you've got to add curiosity in there as well. <laughs> Sadly, Eisenhower actually died just four months before Neil Armstrong landed on the moon, and I think it's a real shame that he couldn't have just hung on a few months longer, because I'd love to have known what he thought about the moon landing, Andy. I'd love to have known if he'd watched... America land um, a man on the moon on television like the rest of the world and seen the joyous response around the planet and said to himself, eh, I still think it would have been cooler to blow it up, <laughs> and then just died on the spot. Because <laughs> One of the plans uh, was to, to have nukes based on the moon. Uh, that was ruled out on tactical and strategic grounds. So on the grounds, there's no point in relying on a nuclear deterrent you can only use at night. So that wasn't put into practice. But that... This plan to nuke the moon was actually, uh, recent papers have revealed, going to happen uh, until just after the launch of Apollo 11, when Commander James A. Lovell turned to his left and said, well, that was a textbook blast-off, wasn't it, Neil? Neil? Neil, why are you dressed as a nuclear weapon? Neil? <laughs> oh, shit. Right, we're going to have to wing this. Ground control to Major Neil. Ground control to Major Neil. How loud can you shout kaboom? <laughs> That was another top story. Thanks for listening. Now pop over to the mothership and listen to the most recent episode of The Bugle. It's like top stories, but longer and newer. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.